0: Welcome to the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast, episode 3. I'm Josh Price and I'm Scott Ramage. On today's episode, we're going to tell Scott's origin story. All right. So, uh, as everybody knows, he's the elder member of the of the brotherhood of <laughs> fatherhood. <laughs> he Means goes way back. <laughs> In his So um yeah, let's just start with your backstory and everything. So uh go back as far as, as you want or wherever you want to pick up the story. And so who were you and All right. what were you doing? All right. So that's a this is
1: this is an awesome question. And um well, it's not awesome. It was not a great time in my life, but I at the time I was uh Before I had my first kid, I was uh, a middle school teacher and uh, my wife got pregnant. I was very into cycling and my wife got pregnant. And right when she got pregnant, I decided that it'd be a good idea to stop working in the summers for a bike shop and open my own. And so um, kind of fast forward, five years later, I am running a full scale, five full time employee um, business that was successful by all means. And, um, I have a five-year-old child that I literally barely know. And, mm-hmm. um, I was in my own world in a fog. My wife was basically doing everything alone. You know, it really resonates, uh, it reflects your story, Josh, where, right.
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but, but my wife is, was silent about it. You know, she, maybe, she, I think she just kind of thought that's how things worked. And, um, so I'll tell you what happened is she had been starting to express some frustration because here I am, uh, you know, I, now I have two kids at this stage in our business and um, it's, it's my business at this point. I'm still teaching and I'm working this business. So I'm, I'm leaving for work probably 4.35 a.m. every morning, going to the bike shop, going to school and teaching, then going to the bike shop and closing out the day and not getting home until 6.30, 7, sometimes 8.00. Right. You, know, you can imagine how that works with the family, much like you going out with your your gym members. Um, and <laughs> then when I wasn't when I wasn't working, I was out bike riding with all of my customers. It's mm,
0: it's yeah.
1: crazy how closely this relates to yours. But what happened one night is I came home and she'd been expressing more and more frustration. I came home and it was like straight out of the movies. The, I walk in, all of the house lights are off. It must have been like eight o'clock. There was a plate of cold food on the table and everybody was asleep. And I had like a huge moment of, holy crap, I've really screwed up. Um, So my eyes were completely opened. And at that point, you know, I made some very dramatic changes um, so that I could kind of gain, get back into my family's Mm -hmm. life. And, um, I made some dramatic business, uh, decisions and, um, and, you know, those kind of changed the, the, uh, trajectory of my mind of where I was going, um, you know, with my own, my own career. But, um, at that point, my desire was to really get back into my kids' lives and get to know my kids that I had two boys at that point.
0: So, um, that was, that's really where all of this starts is, is, you know, 12 years ago. Yeah. So the desire was to like, get back into your, your family's life, your, uh, uh, boy's life. Yeah. So like, what was the struggle? Was it time management? You know, what was it was at that point. So
1: what I didn't say is I, I, Found we found a seller or a buyer for the business, and mm-hmm. literally at the 11th hour, that buyer uh, dropped out. Mm. J- j- and so I made the decision at that moment, no matter what I was closing, I was, I was just closing. I didn't even look for another buyer, I just closed lock, stock, and barrel. So yeah. the external became I had now I had all this time, um, and I still didn't know how to be a dad. And I right. wasn't a good husband. So right. I kind of this magic fix of all this time um, wasn't wasn't really a fix because I still had to work on me and figure out, you know, how to be a dad. Um, so I was really struggling with that personally, as well as, you know, I'm sure relation relationally. right? Um, and that made me feel like super inadequate. You know, I, I was providing for my family to to two incomes basically. And then we go down to one and the debt load that we took on from closing the business. So not only now am I not feeling adequate in what I'd spent so much time and effort putting my everything into, which was the business I failed by, by default because I, I was buying time with my family. Now I didn't know how to act. <laughs> it was, it was crazy. I was, I was like, you, you know, it, it's like going to kindergarten where the whole thing they're doing there is just teaching you how to act. And I needed kindergarten for being a father and, and husband. I mean, it just, and it made me feel, it, it made me feel like I had failed in everything. Right. Um, yeah. and, and at that point, man, I, I literally felt like giving up on everything. I, I didn't get super low. I, I mean, I was still functional and I knew I wasn't going to give it up, but, but I, I didn't have an answer. I literally did not have an answer.
0: Okay. So what was the plan that you kind of put together? What was like you said, dad school. I thought that was super cool. So what was dad school? How did you start figuring this out? Well, I was really fortunate that, um, I had some
1: people come into my life uh, at that point. And, um, what happened is I was exposed to a, a lot of, um, a lot of really great content, leadership training, um, business training. I know business training still kind of relates into life. So I got some really great people in my life and and Kim and I started to kind of get on the same path and we've, we, we really worked on our marriage. I worked on what it, what it meant to be a husband. And for me, that was time attention and really letting her know that I love her regardless of whatever's going on. Mm. And, um, so the plan became, spend intentional time with my kids. And I did. And I fought for it. And I became the dad that took my kids to school every morning, walked them into the classroom. My son's um, preschool was right next door to the middle school. So he would go with me in the morning, do really cool dad things at the middle school, hang out in the hallways with the big kids, give them high fives. And then we'd walk to a school that was right across the street. You know, super intentional in every single thing. I mean, I picked them up. And, um, just, we Ah. had extremely, extremely, um, intentional, I keep saying that word, but the time was, it was theirs. So I had learned really quickly that if I wanted to be the dad they needed and I needed, and I want to be the father or excuse me, the, the husband that I needed, I had to make sure that when I was with them, that's all I was doing, Mm
0: -hmm, whatever mm
1: -hmm. that meant, um, you know, and so the that led to massive growth in being a father, in my opinion. I, I started paying attention to what other people were doing. I wasn't only intentional with the time I was spending with them, but I also every moment I had for learning was on how can I be a better person to other people, including my, my wife and my sons.
0: So yeah, okay. So I mean this makes a lot of sense. So with your uh It actually makes a ton of sense to me and everything. It's like, what is your greatest, you know, um, commodity or whatever? It's time, right? Now you said, okay, I'm going to reframe the time that I was spending in the businesses and uh, teaching and all of that. And I'm going to give that to Kim. I'm going to give it to the kids, but I'm also going to give it to to the other people that I'm around in this totally intentional, which I think what we could say is quality Way so what you kind of learned, you know, like I said, I'm I'm in business and everything. You learned how to add value, exactly, to time. exactly. And that's really really cool. Yeah. I, I love that you did that. Um, so overcoming the challenge was like adding <laughs> adding value, adding value to your to your yep. wife's time, your kids' time, all of that. So, how did that epiphany and um, your subsequent actions change you? Like, how is your situation now? So, I I kind of feel like um,
1: it's something that I always have to work on. You know, we we get busy, we get excited about projects. I mean, even this one, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know. Um, so it, it's that eternal. It's that like that ongoing refinement because we are going to have other things that we have to do. We have to provide for our families, but we, you know, um, I'm, let's just put it this way. I have a very, very strong belief that, that, um, the order of my life is laid out. The the, the order of importance of things are laid out and I read them every single morning. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's faith. Then it's my wife. Then it's my kids. Then it's my like finances um, providing, right? And then fitness and um, fortitude, or kind of some of the other ones. So go get in more in that later. But for for me, it's now. It's not. It doesn't have to be tons of time because we still, as men, um, and often as the providers, we have to do what we have to do to provide. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's it's the eternal continuing to refine and make sure that the time spent is not wasted. So it might just be a 20 minute ride when my son's learning to drive. He's driving to school Mm -hmm. that, that 15 to 20 minutes. It's not that it's only 20 minutes. It's the fact that you don't let that time slide. You ask questions, you get into conversations, you keep your phone off. Um, you know, it, it really is like just literally, the time that you have making sure that the people you're around know that they're the important part of what's happening at that very moment. And I continue to have to work on that. I mean, it's crazy. And I think everybody does. And I think that's where accountability um, with other men can be extremely powerful. You know what, first of all, I would love for people to say, you know, and anytime I'm asking them about a decision that has to do with work, well, first, how's this affecting your faith? Second, how's this affecting your wife, right? So uh, keeping that order um, and continuing to refine that over years has
0: been, has been really good. Okay. Awesome. So I think last question to kind of wrap it all up and everything is, so what has this meant for your family now? You know, I know that you've said that you can, that you're continuing to refine and ongoing, but what, what is the current state of your family? So I, uh, I, Um, I I have an amazing relationship with
1: my wife and I have amazing relationships with my boys and um, the uh, my wife, of course, comes before my boys. So we are very intentional. We we do date nights and we actually meet with other couples um, weekly. That are struggling in their marriages. We've, we've made it a point that we are going to give back. We went through some stuff and it wasn't horrible, but there's people out there going through some really tough stuff. So every week we are, um, we are with other couples walking them through their journey. And, you know, we're not perfect, but we we have experience. We've been married for 23 years. So we definitely have experience on, you know, some of the things that work and some of the things that don't. So we give back in that way. And then um, with my boys, as as they're, you know, Corbin's 12 and Bryson's 15. um, I've learned to to um, be the guy that's going to give them direction, hold them accountable. But I'm also, they both say, dad, the other kids think you're the cool dad. It's just because I interact with them. Like if their friends come over, oh. I'm asking questions. I'm, you know, it's mm-hmm. not, I'm not a nerd, but I, I, I am a little bit, but I'm, I'm also um, not acting parent, you know, like, like a, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a hard line to draw. And I don't even know if I'm answering a question, but um, yeah, you can't be your your kid's best friend's friend, but you, you, you can't be their enemy as well. And so um, just refining those relationships is, is um, the absolute most important thing for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll, well, well, I think that's a perfect place to end. I I think that the thing that you said that any dad would want to hear of like, when the story is complete or whatever is like, They all think you're the cool dad, you know, like I think when a kid says that it it unpacks a lot more than just a cool dad, there's a lot of love and admiration and everything that comes, you know, from a kid saying that. So, yeah, well, uh, I, I I do want to, I want to say
1: one more thing. I know we're running out of time, but the thing I want to say is when I quit the bike shop and started driving my boys home and to school every morning, um, Corbin was really young. He he was like four or five. And um, Bryson was like seven. We were driving to school and we were having that dad son conversation. What do you want to be when you grow up?
0: Mm-hmm. And my
1: son, and I, I think um, this was probably a year after kind of getting my stuff together, like figuring it out and being intentional with my time with them. He said, I just want to be a daddy. And man, I just almost crashed. and you know, yeah. wanted, Because I'm like, now he's seeing what, you know, yeah. what this is about. And then the, kind of the same thing happened um, not too long ago. I ran a fitness camp this summer for my son's friends and him. And um, he just said, dad, like they are begging to do this again. They think you're the best coach ever. Yeah. And, and, you know, he, he wants me to do it because he takes pride in what other kids think about his dad. So um, for those, I just want this to be an encouragement to those others on the other side of this is that the financial strains and things that I went through to make this happen will never outweigh those moments ever. And so, um, I just kind of wanted to wrap up with that statement.
0: Okay. No, that was, that was perfect wrap up. So, <laughs> all right, cool. So, Thank you so much Scott, thank for you. coming on and, uh, or actually not just coming on, but being a part of this, it's uh, fair fun this uh podcast this project with me i i couldn't imagine a better person to do this with i'm so excited and so honored to have you so thanks josh thank you all right